All right. Welcome to the Cozy Cassette. Today we're going to be talking about Kanye West's new album, Yay. Wait, wait, the Cozy Cassette? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were here last time we did this. You was he, here last time? <laughs> he was. <laughs> we did this like three days ago. Like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm, 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 all right, dope. Um, <laughs> Joining me today is Kamel. What's up? Libya. Hello. Hey. Hezi. Hi. And Madeline. Hi. Um, okay, let's let's start this off. What did everyone think about the album? Everyone who's listened to it, uh, at least. Uh, I mean, I can go first, I guess. I, I dug it. I liked it. Like, it, it, the first listen, I felt weird. I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. I felt like you did. Uh, I was just like, man, this does not feel, you know, I'm not sure how to feel about this. But then after a couple more listens, I realized, I was like, you know what? Now I'm starting to dig this a lot. And certain songs started to fall into like i i like these a lot more like no mistakes i fucking love that song uh violent crimes is pretty pretty crazy uh i thought about killing you at least the, the monologue or whatever the hell that is in the beginning i like more than the last like 35 40 seconds but yeah i it's it's grown on me okay what about you Olivia? uh Overall, like in the beginning, didn't like it so much. Like, I only liked the first and the last song. After a few listens, other than one particular song, I thought the album was like I liked. I liked the album overall. The choruses on practically every song were amazing, to be honest. And uh, <laughs> like, other than Ghost Town, I thought the album was pretty good overall. Okay, um, Maddie. On first listen, I thought it was a little bit more started off a pretty bit deep everything was going down in a different direction but then once it turned around hit a little bit of the pop mainstream like definitely feel like yikes and all mine are going to be popular for everybody popular on the club scene but it's good that he kind of took the turn around to make everything a little bit more publicly acceptable for what he's going through um i thought I had a lot of problems with the album upon like maybe the first five or six listens. <laughs> it took me a while before this album just clicked. But that, I think that's because, I don't know. Like when it finally clicked, I was dying of starvation and I was super tired. <laughs> and I just. Go through like a near death psychedelic experience together. And I just, <laughs> I just, I just put it on. I started listening to, I thought, I thought I would kill you. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, thought about killing you. I thought about killing you. And then just from there, I just listened to the entire thing like all over again. And I was like, you know what? I fucks. I fucks with the album. I fucks with this new Kanye, I guess. Are we calling it new Kanye? I don't know. No, 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 no. It's just, nah. it's just Kanye. It's just Kanye. <laughs> so I, I'm, I have a question for y'all. So yeah. like on, on no, like no mistakes, when I listen to that song on like the more I listen to it, the more I get the sensation that it feels like if Kanye was just a normal artist, this would have been what he sounded like. Because I get like weird, like graduation and late registration e type vibes, at least with the production. Like the, the style of like choir and grandiose type production that he has on there just gave me such like graduation vibes. I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but. I mean, let's talk about production for a second. 
the album is super short. It's seven seven tracks, 20, 23 minutes. Yeah. A pretty solid production for that. Oh, I don't think there was anything on that album, which, because, you know, we've talked about Travis Scott and we've talked about how early days it kind of just, sometimes it felt like he was just like, it was just either too noisy or too busy or, or the tracks just weren't doing too much is, it was all over the place. But I think, yeah, but I think Kanye, I think he nailed it. And I don't know if he could have done it if it wasn't this short. Well, I was listening to Pusha on, uh, I think it was Power, Power, Power 106. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the the album lengths, like all of the good music ones that are coming out. And he said basically, like it's for Kanye, like he's producing all the tracks for all the albums. That's thirty five tracks. It's a lot of music. So to keep the quality, you know, good, but still put out a good amount of music, seven was like the good number basically that they found. Yeah, I mean. It even extends further than that because he was working on. I mean, apparently he's working on a Nas album too, and he worked on Janelle Monae's album, and it's it's way more than just the good music cast, you know. Well, there's there's the Nas album plus the Tiana Taylor album and him and Cuddy's album. Mm-hmm. Um, so plus Push's album plus this one, so that's thirty five. All seven of those, he's he's doing the production for all every single track which is i i love it i think i, I think it's gonna be good for everyone yeah I, I mean i like when I kanye pushes awesome. himself and just has this because ins- he the man has insane work ethic, work ethic oh yeah and it it shines you know it's it's starting to shine like a lot a lot more i feel like cool. than it ever used to i was kind of was, was anyone else disappointed that the album didn't feature those singles that came out I'm not, yeah. not. I don't know about not, not the first one. I, I, I don't even know if I can call them singles for the album. Ye versus the people and lift yourself. I was sad to see that lift yourself was not on the album. I would have liked a, I would have liked a proper song over that definitely. Mm-hmm. I, you know, not. That was a crazy, <sighs> a crazy sample, man. That was a crazy sample. That was an insane sample. And I thought, I thought we were gonna get a little bit of that with I think Ghost Town because that it, it had similar like a similar aesthetic to it, but I just I don't know. I feel like because I heard Lift Yourself, it made me a little bit more disappointed than I should have been. On the flip side of that, I'm kind of happy that they didn't show up because it was only seven tracks. So if, if if those two were two of the seven, like we would only get five new tracks. Like overall, Kanye put out, you know, eight and a half new songs. Yeah, we don't want a repeat of Takeshi 6 ix album where two of the tracks were fucking gummo and like another track was already came out. <laughs> and then it was just a gummo remix. <laughs> yeah, the other one was a gummo remix, the exact same track, but with an offset verse. God. 6 9 Can't wait till Chief Keep kills that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's coming soon. Yeah, the murder of Takashi 6 9 Yeah. Um, what about, like, high points and low points? Like, what was, what are y'all's, like, favorite and least favorite tracks? Or, you know, whatever. Well, I more than my favorite, 100%. Ghost Town, my least favorite, 100%. I really did not like the Kid Cudi feature on that at all. Who else was on that? That was Kid Cudi, John Legend, and uh, 070 Shake, uh, right? Yeah, 070 Shake, yeah. Those were like, the three people. Man, I am, I am so I, glad. I, I, I usually like Kid Cudi singing and like his sort of like chill humming sort of sound, but it just felt so wrong here. I don't know why. It, just, it made me physically cringe. Oh, God. <laughs> I felt like that really ruined the song. After that, it went to Violent Crimes, and I fucking loved that song, honestly. Do you think you you liked Violent Crimes 
a lot more than you should have because you hated Ghost Town. I mean, probably because like I will do, I will listen to it right after it, but it's just the the like the content itself just felt so good. Like not 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 just like the way like it it sounds, uh, like not just the way it sounds, but also like the content, the lyrics, and everything inside. I just like the the way he talks about his daughter. he talks about other people and how his daughter like would have to meet in the real world and shit like that. That just felt like real to me. Yeah, yeah. Song, the song was the content itself. Like it, it felt like because he he talked about his family a lot in this album. He talked about Kim. He talked about his daughters. He talked about like a bunch of shit. Like he had like two songs, or two two songs in a bit where he's talking about Kim Kanye. Um, Kim Kardashian uh, wouldn't leave was one of them. What was the other one? Uh, pretty sure he also talked about her in uh, No Mistakes. No mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No mistake. No mistakes was the big one about their relationship. Hmm. Uh, high points. I thought about killing you was a high point. I I don't know if this opinion is shared amongst the room, but um, all mine. <laughs> Fucking love that track. <laughs> Um, low points. I, I hated No Mistakes. Wow. Yeah. It was, it, it never grabbed me and it still hasn't. And I've listened to it. I've listened to the album a bunch already, maybe 10 times at this point. And I've listened to No Mistakes more than that, just because I'm like, I have to figure out what the appeal of this track is. And I just couldn't get it. Nah, um, like aside from production, I just I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't. It didn't work for me. What about you, Maddie? Personally, I disagree, guys. I loved Ghost Town. <laughs> on the first time around, hated it. Had the album on repeat all day today, and every time I looked down at my phone to see what songs I loved and what were the names, Ghost Town was one. That's how, like, I when I first listen to an album, I go through, just put it on repeat and then see what happens, what songs click to me most. Definitely Ghost Town. Didn't like Violet Crimes. Loved I Thought About Killing You at the beginning. It was such, like, an insight, I mean, like, for everybody now, and I thought that would be a great thing for, like, the pop culture, hip-hop culture for everybody, but now just replaying the album... It's not something that I just feel like I'm ready to listen to every time I want to listen to the Yeah album. I feel like you've got to be in a certain type of headspace for just having that on on a shuffle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think I thought about Killing You is going to fall into the class of song like, like Kendrick Lamar's Duckworth, kind of, where it's just a crazy good track on the level of introspection and what the track is about and what it's supposed to represent, but it's not the kind of song that's, like, you know, going to make it into playlists and shit like that. Oh, yeah. That's I think it, it, well, the pro- just ruin your mood. Like, it's yeah. it, not even that. I think it's just, like, it's hard to have a, tr- a song in a playlist where most of the song is monologuing, basically. Yeah. Like, it, that's that's very much an intro song because I don't think it could exist as anything other than an intro song. It was an intense intro song. That was crazy intense. I mean, he, he literally monologued for about three... Like, it's the, the song is... 434 he monologues until about the 340 mark and, and then all of it is great <laughs> yeah and all plus the the beat selection like what he the instrumental he has behind him when he's talking about it it's just it's so it's so it's, it's, it's a thing yeah it's that's a crazy good track i mean violent crimes i think is probably my favorite personally 
on for like a number of reasons. One of the big ones as well is because that song is exclusively like written and produced by Kanye West. Like nobody else touched that song. Nobody else has writing credits or production credits on it. 070 Shake is featured on it, but he might have written her part. Yeah, I know. He wrote her. He wrote her part. He wrote her part. Yeah, the only person then, credited for writing. Not even Mike Dean was, was credited for writing. Exactly. So like he he's he, that song is it's like a Kanye West song, and that song is crazy good. I love the beat on it. The content of it is really good, and just I love his lyricism on it. What he's and it's it's I love introspective Kanye, like especially with his his struggles between trying to be a person and juggling celebrity with it. That's always been like a theme he has in his music, but and I'm glad to see it come back. I guess I don't know. I'm I'm upset that he's dealing with the problems, but it makes for some damn good music. It really does. Um, technically, this song is not 100% uh, Kanye West. Like, I mean, there's a line where he, he like in the end he said it was uh, Nicki Minaj who made it. Yeah, but I don't know if Nicki wrote that or if Kanye texted her that lyric and then she was just like, "Oh, are you saying it like this? Or are you saying it like this?" You know. Well, I mean, even even then, like, I, I mean, it's 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 a voicemail. Like, I would expect that because even if she wrote it, I would expect that she wrote it. I mean, she was just saying stuff. Like, I wouldn't expect that she wrote out a voicemail. Probably, like, she she probably sent that to him. And you would expect that they're close as well when he's sitting there saying that he wants his daughter to be like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, not so like, gonna throw her in there for under the bus. Yeah, but I don't. She says, but, I mean, she ends it with, "I don't know uh, how you're saying it, but let him hear, let him hear this." So I think, I think probably Kanye just wrote that and then messaged her. It was like, "Oh, yeah, is, this, is this okay?" Like, or he might, he might not have even gone that deep, man. It, a lot of people, like, uh, they uh, when on that Pusha T interview, they asked him a lot of Kanye questions because it was the day before, like, the, it was the day that everybody was flying out to Wyoming for the, for that live stream. And uh, they asked him, like, what's the title of the album? And he was just, like, kind of paused. And he was like, if you don't already know, then I can't tell you. <laughs> and so, I mean, it seems like everything about this album was under title. So maybe, like, I don't even know if he would have given her the lyric. He might have just told her, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm putting you in the song it's in, in a positive way, basically. Yeah, and I mean, but Kanye Kanye's always been good about that. I mean, uh, when uh, on... Uh... On the life of Pablo with Famous, he got explicit permission from Taylor Swift, no matter how much she wants to deny it. He got explicit permission from her, and he showed her all the lyrics. Yeah, shout out, shout out Kim Kardashian. She did a real one, honestly. Number one wife. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, they. She wouldn't leave. It's it's kind of funny, but they people a lot of people like in pop culture point to Kim Kardashian as like. If if you're gonna be a celebrity, who should you marry? You should marry a Kim Kardashian type, mm-hmm. one who's already got her money, and and she did it semi. And I mean, obviously she had a pretty great launching pad, but I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the business, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, a lot of these business ventures and stuff where she's making her money, like her perfume and shit. I mean, that's 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 her, and so. You know, it's not not a bad person to marry. The big thing is just marry somebody who's already got their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not gonna take shit from you in the divorce. She don't care. I mean, the goal is to marry somebody with more money so you can take their money in the divorce. I no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, can we talk about uh, 070 Shake for a minute? Great, the greatest new feature artist of 2018. Can we? Uh, okay, so I I the first time I heard about her was I think. 2016 at this point when she dropped that saturday night track 
And I wish Shady was here because he, he will, you know, geek out if we talk about it. But uh, the first time I heard her was on that uh, Saturday Night Track, and I thought that was pretty cool. And I didn't know that she had signed to Good Music last year. So she's a good music hiree, which is, I guess, why she's featured so prominently on the album. Um, yeah. Great, amazing chorus artist. I mean, you have to give her that. Oh, crazy good. I mean, given yeah. between between Santeria and now the multiple songs on this album. Yeah, I didn't even realize she was on, on she's on three tracks, right? Three or four tracks. She's on, I, I know at least Ghost Town yeah. and Violent Crimes, and yeah, she's also yeah. on No Mistakes, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Ghost Town, definitely. Uh, Violent Crimes, definitely. And All Mine, I, th- no, she's not on All Mine. Okay. <laughs> the only people on, on All Mine were that, uh, I can't remember his name, but that Chicago artist. Oh, no, sorry, he's from New Jersey. Lemons and T.Y. Dollar Sign. Tied. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you, Dallasan. Yeah, I mean, um, is anyone else tired of Ty Dallasan on shit? Eh, whatever. He's I huge just, here in Canada, I, so I've, I've had to transcend beyond that. Yeah, but I mean, he was also he was on the life of Pablo. He was everywhere on that, and he was, and I was just like, okay, I guess I don't, I don't see the like. I get Ty Dallasan. He's pretty repetitive in his lyrics. He's always been. And I guess you could forgive it because he's not really a rapper. He's more of like a, an R&B guy. But I don't know. Maybe Kanye like, likes him on... Kanye, Kanye likes to have him. Yeah, Kanye does like to have him. He's on a he bunch of tracks. He might yeah, be on I mean, more tracks mean, than than Shake. Uh, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. on two. She's on the last two. He even, I mean, Kanye even had P&D on this... Yeah, which is kind of funny, right? After all that Drake shit that went down. Okay, well, do you know that Drake has a writing credit on Yikes? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Which is... Are you sure? Because there, there's a line in I think, was it wouldn't leave or no mistakes or something? One like one of those. It's no, it's no mistakes. It's no mistakes that he has the line about like light skin or whatever. Yeah, I, I thought that was about Drake. That is about Drake. No, that he is. That's 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 a that's a like firing shot to Drake line right there. It's it's kind of crazy how recent Drake the lyrics are. Album as well? well, he's so he has what? a credit. Yeah, he has a writing credit for Yikes. All all I was saying is it's kind of crazy how like up to date the lyrics are for some of the tracks because he referenced that TMZ article. He references the or he takes shots at Drake, which means that you know. Well, in Yikes, in Yikes, he also has mentions about the the drake and push of beef like he talks about how um uh-huh. he talks about how drake put out he had a lyric and they're talking about how drake put out the hundred thousand dollar offer looking for information on pusha yeah that was hilarious more so that this is all orchestrated this is not real beef really really after that listen man after that 40 line no way oh my god we have a drake sympathizer with us yeah. You want to defend yourself? It was a joke. Oh my god! Are you eating, Olivia? <laughs> are you? Are you guys defend yourself? Are you eating? <laughs> I, I, I didn't actually mean it seriously. It was a joke. Of course, it no, was, uh, was not focused. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you no, eating no. food? <laughs> oh, I am eating food. Yes. Jesus Christ! Could you not hear us from how loud the bag is crinkling? Because we can hear it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to apologize. 
I'm dead. I got my food now. So, what would you give the album overall? Out of out of whatever score you want. Before we give it a score. <laughs> before we give it a score out of seventeen. Um, <laughs> where do you put this among other Kanye albums? Fuck. I tried to think of that. I got. I mean, better than Yeezus was as far as I got. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to enough Kanye albums. I was a Kanye stan back in the day. This might this might get me back in it, to be honest. But okay, Libya, I get you're not the biggest Kanye like listener, but like of the shit you've heard, where would you put Libya it? Might, Libya, Libya might not. Have I've only listened to the best Kanye album, so this would. So you've listened to Yeezus about. So you've only listened to Yeezus, right? Yes. <laughs> because this is where you and I disagree, Kamel. I think Yeezus is a masterpiece. I don't think that Yeezus is a bad album. I just no. I, I'm not saying that you think it's bad. I'm saying that it's a masterpiece. There's a difference. Okay. Well. I, okay. No. I disagree with you. It. It. To, it, to me, it, I feel like too many of the tracks cross the line between artistic experimentation and nonsense, and too many tracks have too many moments in them that are just artistic. Like they're just nonsense. It's not actual experimentation. It's like endless to me. Not have you like, ever? Have you ever considered that you might just be wrong? Fucking music, motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, what Jesus about compared to the worst Kanye album? Ooh, <laughs> garbage. You're a garbage person. What about oh, compared really? to the? What do, what do you? Okay, okay, okay. We'll just we'll stop this. We'll table this conversation for another time. <laughs> okay. What do you think about it compared to the life of Pablo? Since that's his latest. That's the release before this. Um, hard to tell, man. Hard to tell, because. Life of Pablo was long. Wow. Life of Pablo was twenty tracks, and but Life of Pablo, the final version was twenty tracks. Well, I mean that's what I'm gonna. I, that's what I can. That's something I can base yeah. and it it's, on. And it's and it's over an hour remember. long. It's over. An yeah, hour it's long. an it's an hour and six minutes, I think. And um, like I like just as many tracks. Like I like I think about eight off of Life of Pablo. And also, I like them it's kind of hard also to compare because a lot of like there's some tracks on Life Pablo which aren't really tracks. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah, you? What I, do you think compared to other Kanye albums? Definitely, I don't think it's his masterpiece. It's a decent album. I don't know if it's going to pop out on the charts as it has previously. Oh, it's number one right now. But <laughs> no. for how long? I mean, we'll see. Exactly. We'll see. I don't know Let's how it's going to hold up. I didn't know about the flow of the album either. I didn't feel like it it flowed correctly. I don't know. It was jumping around a little bit, I thought. Maybe a little bit of cute interludes between would have helped it. But no, definitely Life of Pablo, I think, is stronger. What do you think, Moss? I think that, just based off other, other projects, it rates somewhere in the middle. I mean, personally... I would put it above albums like 808 and Heartbreak, maybe l- Late Orchestration, but I don't know if yeah. we're really considering that as an album. Late Registration, you mean? Orchestration. That was the like the when he did it all live and he had like a different mixes for some of the tracks and. Okay, no, I'm not. That's a, that's no, no, that's like. But. That's it's not, it's not so it rates. Right. I don't know. It rates somewhere between 808s and maybe Graduation. Wow, 
<laughs> so, because for me, it's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. <sighs> Jesus. Fucking <laughs> A. The Life of Pablo. No, wait. Graduation, The Life of Pablo, Yay, and then everything else. I'm physically ill. Yeah, I, know. After that, I, I have developed a number of diseases after hearing that. Yeah. But still. This is number two. Do you even have ears? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I got nothing to say after what I just heard someone else take the mic. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I need to process what I just heard. <laughs> what about, I mean, what about you? What's up? What's up? Oh, oh, we're talking about where uh, where the uh, where the album rates among other Kanye albums. Yay! Um, listen, for me personally, it's too hard to make this conversation actually plausible in my mind because you're gonna you have to sit, you have to sit on the music a little. You know what I'm saying? Relative to the other shit that we previously consumed. I don't quite feel. The same way about this album as when I heard My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I heard 808s or Graduation. This has a completely different vibe. I almost, yani, I think musically, it might be top three. <gasps> That's my man. Thank you. Someone's saying some sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you agree with me? Yeah, I agree with you. Fucking hell. That Toofy said some crazy shit like two minutes Toofy before. Toofy second best. Yeah, you Tufi has my beautiful Dexter's fantasy number one, which nobody can oh, argue with. Yeah. And then oh, he has absolutely. Yeah. But still, I was I was gonna add one thing though. The problem so. with me is this is a completely different frequency of Kanye music. Like all of a sudden, it's like when when Wayne made a rock album. It's like it's different, right? But it's the same thing where you have trouble ranking it among the other criteria of music that he's made. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I agree. Like it's especially it's it's like the only album that I feel like is even somewhat close, but not really because it's a different type. But in principle, I guess like would be 808s and Heartbreaks, where it's just like a really sad album. Mm. But it's a different type of sad. Like 808s and Heartbreaks, his mom died and then his fiance left him. So yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a, this this time it's a different kind of sad, but. It's, Tufi, wait, 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 wait! I'm sorry. I need to. I need to know. Tufi, what was the what was the hot take? Um, about about the album. I mean, no, like it, his list was what was what killed me. His uh, like when he ranked all the albums. Uh, look, we don't have to talk about this. We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Oh God! I mean, like, well, let's just let's just finish up. Let's wrap up yay for a second. Sure. Um. We'll, we'll talk about this last thing, and then we'll get into number ratings, okay? Okay. And then we'll talk about the ranking of albums. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Um, so, last remarks, what do you have to say about it? What do we think What do we think about the like how Kanye's been acting and how that relates to the album? Um, like, do, where do we stop? Where do we draw the line between PR moves and just oh, Kanye might have lost it for a bit? Yo, Kamel, you go first. Um... I I mean, I I've been a Kanye fan for a long time, so I'm a little bit used to him acting completely batshit crazy right before an album comes out. Like, do y'all remember when he attacked a reporter at the airport and like beat the shit out of him? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty. That, was, that came out of a great photo of him headlocking a reporter. 
but I just, I like, I thought this time he might have taken it a bit too far. Like, he said some pretty outlandish shit. But, I don't know. Like, he, opinions are a different thing to me. Like, I get pissed when an artist is actually doing shit that's fucked up in my eyes. But saying stuff, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the big comment was the... Yeah, slavery is a choice. Slavery, slavery is a choice comment. And he addressed that on the album, and he said that... Yeah. You know, if someone was listening to him on a worse day, could it like with the shit he was saying? So like, mm. like this was yeah on a mild day. Oh, but exactly. so, like if this is Kanye on a mild day, like how do we expect him to act? You know, and is yeah. that is that fair? Is that fair that we we should expect Kanye to act a certain way, even though like, fuck it, I don't know Kanye was personally. Like, yeah. you know, you know, it, here's the thing, I I'm always hesitant to react to any media headlines when i know there's something coming from the arts right just because that's just me i'm skeptical right i'm a little i feel a little disingenuous when i'm trying to buy into the to the hype of whatever the fuck he's saying and here's the thing like i'm not trying to bypass the fact that he said that shit slavery is the choice the fact that he wore the maga hat and shit like i understand what that the significance of that i think right but my thing is is uh, uh, like are we are why are we so quick to drink the kool-aid right like my thing is is okay so i saw an explanation the other day of him justifying the MAGA hat. And he was talking He was talking to one of his friends, I don't know if it was Cuddy or Pusha or one of them, but he was talking about how the way Ye explained it to him was that he likes Trump the same way, like he likes Hennessy and he likes fried chicken. Like he likes the, the fact that he did this and this manifested and took place, not the, the details and the buffer in between, you know? So I, that I can digest. That as a fan, which, First of all, like I, I kind of, I'm a, I can kind of separate the music from the person, but for the most part, like for the people who can't, I think that's more justified. Being able to say he's into this, not that, instead of just saying, oh, he's good with the pussy grabbing and the, he's, the, he does, and the non-support to black people, like, and all the, all, all the transgressions that Trump is making. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be so quick to just, oh, yay hates black people. Like, come on, man, come on, like, real talk. Like, I don't know, it's a little disingenuous. I mean, yeah, that's not. I don't think that's a fair comment. I don't think anyone's saying that Kanye hates black people, but uh, there's a lot of talk. Do you remember just, that TMZ? A lot. So many people are saying that Kanye hates black people. Yeah. What? That's right. Yeah. People are planning on boycotting the album. I. How's that boycott going? <laughs> I mean, that's the big joke, right? Everyone shut. Everyone flew out the fucking white. I just <laughs> mean. You hear the beat drop and they all shut the fuck up. Yeah. I just mean like when I when I. I don't know. Kanye, he, Kanye is a person. He's always advocated for just not even like, like he's always been anti-racism and that's always been super obvious, but he's also advocated for shit like anti-classism. And he said classism is the new racism. And like Kanye has always been more or less for the people. So I don't think it's fair to judge him now that he's saying this shit because I don't get, I don't mean, I don't know what he's going through. Here's my thing is, is like, why is it once he says it, we treat it like it's a decree? Like, bro, he's just exactly. like, he's just talking shit. Like, fuck it. Like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, listen. I mean, we've said some horrible shit. <laughs> we don't want yeah, getting yeah, out yeah. there. Amen, amen, right? Amen. But like I said, oh, yo, yeah. like, he can't. Yo, what's up, buddy? That was the most sensual thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yo. He, like Kamel said earlier, he can't separate, like, like you can't separate the kind of thing that's like I'm saying something, I'm portraying an idea, 
that's not really affecting the world like I'm shooting something up or I'm doing something in the music that outside the music that I don't agree that, with the artist doing you know what I'm saying like these are exactly. okay yeah like that I mean that's that's the thing like Kanye said slavery is a choice if they had slaves that would be a totally different conversation you know oh, oh, and so that's and so that's that's why I feel like in the like in the situation that we're in right now where he's just saying shit I don't know like a lot of people say shit. Like I boycott Chris Brown because he ha- beat a woman half to death. That's and because that's, of Frank that's... Ocean. Never forget. Well, uh, yeah, that parking I mean, spot. Ocean... Yeah, but Frank Ocean also fucked up his security guard, so whatever. But I mean, he knows what he was saying. This album has been analyzed. These lyrics have been carefully conducted. He knew what he was going to say and how it was going to be perceived. I just guess he doesn't care. And he knows yeah. how everything would have turned Wait. out when everyone knows that he was filming it in Wyoming, in Jackson's Hole, one of the most exclusive, most expensive fields in the whole world. And then flying in 150 guests to the listening party on private jets and then turns up an hour late. I mean, it does give that little bit of perception that money's just an object to him and that's where he's going for instead of, you know, bringing away from the fact that he really started off with this whole factor of talking about mental illness and mental health. And then it kind of changes um, the talk about that onto other things. I mean, as soon as you Google the album now, the first things that are coming up are what are the social political aspects that he's been drawing on, not what are the good things that he's made awareness of and how people are now able to talk about it in a more freely aspect, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you know, he should have kept I, his mouth shut. I really oh God. <laughs> there's, a part I, there's a part I struggle with, though, which is like, I don't know how much credence I can lend to the idea. Like he said, that he changed the album right after the TMZ altercation. Because if that album is, the timeline is TMZ altercation to when the album dropped. Um, I, that, I just feel like I don't know if Kanye would do that. I don't think, I don't think Kanye cares enough about TMZ or what people think of him to change the album. I get maybe adding a line here or there because obviously he did. No, but... I'm with you. But if we are to believe him, then there's a lot of things that I'd have problems with relative to the, I don't know. There's, there's part of the, there's something about this album that doesn't sit right with me. Like relative to the, to the approach that he's taken all of a sudden. Like there's too much unsettled matter in the air, if you know what I'm saying. Like there's so much that he hasn't addressed. It's all of a sudden because he's come out and the album is about him being bipolar. And it's awesome. And the fact that he's kind of in a place where I've said all these bad things and yet I have dropped this accumulation of music being Pusha T and this album and everything is shooting through the roof or whatever. I just feel like uh, I need some closure. I need some like concrete information to hold on to relative to what the fuck is going on here. Like, so weird. I mean, that's a problem because I don't think we're ever going to find out exactly what's going on. I mean, maybe it's because he himself doesn't understand it yet. Sort of like... He's making us feel the same way he does about it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's a, that's a that's a take that you could take that Kanye is confused and scared and vulnerable, and he made us all feel confused and vulnerable and scared. And even if it's about his mental illness or what happened to him or what's been going on in his life, people are listening and people are just like, I don't know, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with Kanye being this way. I don't feel like he has a plan. I don't think he does I mean, either, and yeah. I think that's part of the ride. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, the the, the bipolar element you like 
if you if you like focus on that in relative regard to the album, it's a big part of bipolarness is manic states of either highs or lows. And, and extreme so, highs and extreme lows, and kind yeah, of been going and, through just an extreme low. Yeah, basically, and so is it's 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 just the the I think part of it is is the is to maintain the motif kind of of manicness, just the instability and unpredictability of it, kind of like his bipolar disorder. Like it's it's you know if we're gonna really hyperanalyze and look really deep into it it's like you know trying to make it into the music basically make it understandable and there in the music i mean i don't know if we're ever going to be able to fully understand this but yeah nope. it's very true i don't think kanye does either <laughs> yeah it's, it's we're on this journey with him and I mean, and we'll it's... see what the rest of the albums tell us. I mean, who knows? Who knows what the rest still have the Him and Cuddy album, which that could be a crazy downward spiral into mental health. I mean, Him and Cuddy, geez. Yeah, I mean, get those two on a project together. Jeez. They, they, That's a ball they, of insanity that has to be unraveled at some point. I really hope that the there's a little bit of me as a fan. I hope there's some regression to the previous Kanye sound or maybe like an, a little bit evolution... Like a, something, anything close to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I would really appreciate if any of the mixing on the album without uh, Cuddy and uh, Kanye has sounds like that on it. I need that. Do we I think that like this could be Cuddy's like magnum opus? Nope. I don't no. think so either. I I have, and I think I we talked about this earlier. I don't have high hopes for that album. I just feel like from what I've heard of Cuddy recently, and from what I've heard of Kanye and Cuddy now together on this album. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't. Dude, I'm. I. I want to be. I want to be surprised, and I want to be shocked, and I want to be like, "Wow, I was wrong, and this is going to be amazing, and I'm so glad they did this." But I don't know. Hmm. And it's a very small part of me that wants it to be that way, you know? Because I just haven't. Like, has has Cuddy done anything that just wasn't humming in the past two years? Exactly. That's that's the real question. Like, has he? made a like has he been featured with like outside like even through the late night his lyrics were just chemical names for drugs that's all it was like it wasn't even... so i mean what has he put out in the past while like can we actually think of anything that he's put out that was a track it was it just humming uh i mean just a, except for the album i mean <laughs> but that album's yeah that album came out at this point i think two years ago that was, uh, yeah, that was, no, 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 wait, 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 really? Was it two years ago already? Yeah, uh, Passion, uh, Passion, Pains, and, and Demon Slain. Passion, yeah, Passion, Pain, Demon Slain, bro, why is he, why is wow. the aesthetic, like, edgy MySpace Tumblr, dude? <laughs> I mean, Kenny's always been that guy, though, hasn't he? I mean, yeah, but, like, <laughs> times have changed. <laughs> that was cool back when MySpace and Tumblr were the shit. Hmm. <laughs> That album was pretty cool, though. There were some pretty dope fucking yeah, tracks I mean, on that album. I remember Man, the first time I heard Baptized in Fire. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that was a dope Travis feature, too. Man, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll surprise us. I don't know anymore. I hope. I really hope. The feed on Baptized in Fire is mm. Yeah, and, and the, the, do you guys remember the song with uh, Willow Smith, Rose Golden? That song was fucking beautiful. Rose Golden. 
Wow. That was awesome. That was a great mic move right there. Uh, Will Smith's been killing it, too. Huh? Have you heard her album? Album's great. Haley likes it a lot. Haley's a huge Willow Smith fan. I mean, it's a departure from I Whip. It's a departure from I Whip My Hair Back and Forth, but it was solid. That's why I like it, honestly. That's that's more the, than anything. The, the Smith kids are doing great. And, I mean, it's kind of great. You know she's signed to Rock Nation, right? Yeah, she is. <laughs> it's wild. No way. What? Yeah. Bro, she's Will Smith's son. Will Smith oh, honestly walked walk into Jay-Z's <laughs> office. Yeah, have you seen it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, meant, I, meant say, I meant to say about it. I meant to say about it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, come on, man. It's Will fucking Smith. All he has to do is walk into Rock Nation offices and talk to Jay-Z, and he's got it. <laughs> he gets whatever he wants for us. Will Smith. Yeah. Isn't he, isn't he getting back into the studio? I heard, I've heard rumors about that. <laughs> you think he'll still do his shtick? The whole, the whole <laughs> I don't swear? <laughs> I mean, DJ Jazzy Jeff, what if he comes out with like a mumble rap album? Ooh, <laughs> I, I'd fuck with that so hard. The Will Smith I, want, I want 12 tracks. It's just Will Smith and Made in Tokyo. Oh, God. All <laughs> case Swisher and DJ Mustard Beats. Dude, I want 10,000 skirt skirt ad libs all over that one. Will Smith has to be the one singing those ad libs. <laughs> Fresh Prince remade as a trap song. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I, I, would, I would officially have to just like revoke my Spotify subscription. I won't need to ever hear music ever again. <laughs> now I will have heard all music ever <laughs> at that point. Okay, so um, now that we're you know we're basically just done analyzing the album, it's time for number ratings. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the most important part of an album: exactly. <laughs> number rating. Um, uh, Libya, what do you what do you think? Because I know you, uh, I think you might have a, you might have had the most problems with the album. So what do you think? I give it a seven out of ten. Wow, leaning, oh, wow. that's solid. After after listening to a, to a while, like wasn't for if it wasn't for Ghost Town, I give it a solid eight. But because of Ghost Town, I, I'm giving it a seven. I mean that's fair because Ghost Town is one seventh of the album. <laughs> that's very true. The pretty significant part of the album, and it's it's one of the I think it's it might be one of the or the longest tracks on the album. Uh, it's well, definitely up there. It's, it's 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 yeah, it's second. It's three seconds shorter than I thought about killing you. So whatever, it's the longest basically. Uh, what about you? I mean, um, or is it I'm too early to tell? Uh, no, I, I can I can definitely tell you it's on a seven and a half. That's for sure. But is it higher mm-hmm. or lower? That's what I'm trying no, to it's definitely out. higher. Like the thing is, is this music is yet to settle in with me because, like, it's not the kind of Kanye West I was at all seeing coming. Like from Yeezus to this, I, I, I don't, and what's it? Sorry, and Life of Pablo to this. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, we were I talking about it. I didn't think the album was coming out. I don't think I thought either. Oh, I, had I just some faith. Come on. I just had. I just. I, I legitimately. I, I was just like. Yeah, Kanye's just talking shit. The album's coming out, whatever. But if everybody <laughs> else is dropping, hey, come on. Pulling at Travis Scott. Yeah, he's pulling at Travis Scott. Well, not, to, like, not, not that I didn't think it was ever going to drop. I just didn't actually going to drop that night. Like, I thought it was going to drop, like, in a day or two still. Like, it wasn't ready, ready still. Mm. I thought we had a couple more days. I mean, I don't think he's ever released an album on the original release date. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I didn't even I didn't think of that. 
Kamed? So, uh, I'm I'm similar to Emin, kind of. You know, it. I I don't I don't necessarily have a hard number yet. I'm feeling. I'm wait wait. Like, I was gonna give out a number actually. I was gonna say okay. It's an eight. It's an eight point five. Ooh. Hmm. Jesus is an eight. If is an eight after like here's the thing when Jesus initially came out that album was a seven. Now that I'm a, a years removed, it's an eight. I'm not even gonna talk to you about life of Pablo. Well, I'm not. We're not talking about that. But like we right now, I give this an eight point five because I think it's better than Jesus. And I think it, it it's gonna it might even go higher in time. I don't know. I uh, I'm I'm feeling as as it stands an eight. The high points are crazy high. Like I love the songs that I love. I really do like them a lot. But the low points, I just don't, like, I just don't fuck with them at all. Like, they're unlistenable to me, you know? So it's just weird how polarizing it feels to me. But the high points are way too high and way too, yeah, just, I, I, I like them way too much, you know, to to give it lower than an eight as at the moment. And so in time, I do feel like that that number will definitely change, though. No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, every Kanye album does. Of course. Every Kanye album has its initial number and then its revisited number. Definitely. And that's, I mean, I feel like in overall, though, that's a sign of good music, which you say, like, it it's definitely it takes time to properly consume it and come to an actual conclusion about it. Yeah, it's very true. What about you, Maddie? I'm probably sitting at like a solid seven as well. I feel like the things that he was trying to say and to get across, there was so many massive topics on there that he kind of squeezed in for seven songs. So I don't know. I mean, there definitely was a massive contrast in the songs and the high points and the low points, but I'd like to see what he pops out next. Maybe, maybe he's got some few singles laying around that he's going to add too. Or a B-sides. Because we all know now the next question is, <laughs> is whether he's going to keep editing whilst he's already re- released it. Yeah, I mean, he, he did have, like, but I... Like that wouldn't be he's he's set the tone that that's something that he can he is not afraid to do anymore, but I also feel like when he did that on Life of Pablo, it was a much more disgusting. Like that project was so bizarre in terms of how choppy and thrown together it was, and how many changes yeah. kept happening. Like so, I felt like that project was much more conducive for it, you know. But this... it was it was definitely a weird weird thing to watch because you remember how there was, do you guys remember how there was a contest to figure out what T Lop stood for. Yeah, and the guy who got it won a, like a pair of Yeezys, right? He got, I think he got a couple of pairs on the album as well. Like, yeah, because the, the single that dropped for that album, he said, "I feel like Pablo." You know, people, yeah. people guesstimated, and figured it out. That's outstanding Kanye impression, by the way. Right? Too. Like, you should, you should, you should audition I should. for SNL with that. It's, well, it's me know. versus fucking fans. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Tufi? Where do you land number-wise? Uh, well, I'll give you a number in a second, but I just want to talk about production and just quality of lyricism. Oh, really? uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> I, you'll get the number, okay? Just give me a second to explain it first. Because I don't want to say the number and then get yelled at and then have to explain it, okay? All right, all right, go ahead. <laughs> you never know. Wait, where's the music? Oh. <laughs> Don't even. Let him talk. Just let him talk. I want to hear. I want to hear. The production was fucking fantastic. I think yeah. this might this might be up there with one of the best produced Kanye albums that's ever been created. Okay. And I know it's I know it's short, 
and that might have a lot to do with it. It's a tight seven. 23 minutes, I guess it's not that hard to produce for if you're Kanye West, if you've been doing this for however long you've been doing this. In that department, I'd give it a 10. Okay? Okay. Overall, it's like an eight and a half. And I only I only gave it an eight and a half and not something lower just because it hasn't it hasn't hit fatigue for me and I've listened to it way more than any normal person should have at this point. <laughs> and I have been able and regardless of um no mistakes, which I I don't know, maybe maybe in time it will come back it will come to me. But uh, because of that track, I rated it eight and a half, and not something higher or lower. And I loved all the people who were on it, except for you know Ty Dolla Sign. He was all right, and he saying was. something that saying that the best, like the worst feature artist, was a solid, like all right to good. That that speaks, I mean, highly of just the people who Kanye keeps around him. Oh, seventy Shake was fucking phenomenal on this album. Um, that. New Jersey kid that I just I am forgetting his name who did the uh, chorus on All Mine that man deserves a medal <laughs> because of course he does. Um, other than that though, I don't think I don't know. I I also think that my album it's like the perception of this album will change because uh, what often happens to me is that like uh, I'll start I'll like I'll listen to an album and its high points will be super high for me so I'll I'll focus on those high points. So like with the life of Pablo came out, Ultralight Beams. If that if Ultralight Beams was an album on its own, I would have given it a fucking ten. <laughs> but then uh, like the the more you start to just like you know you start to acknowledge the tracks you don't like as much, I, and I think, then, I I think that's you. gonna happen I at some I point. You, I mean, song is beautiful. That, that's a fucking fire song. Um, so yeah, I mean, so in half mm. right. i mean we we yeah. all gave this album pretty solid numbers so, which is kind of insane i want one thing not to get lost though i really like i lend a lot of credit to the fact that the guy made the album and I, like whatever he made all their albums seven songs but the fact that this album is seven songs uh, like it makes the margin of error in my eyes much larger as long as he wasn't going to deviate sound wise the way he did initially with like when he deviated with Yeezus or like you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like because it's just like it's just so low fat you know what I'm saying because There's one fuck up will be super obvious yeah but there aren't any glaring ones like you know what I'm saying like he came out with something and just because the sound was consistent and like yeah. new and like Kanye-ish we were, were eating it with shovels like empirically you can't say anything about the production that's super tight. There's nothing wrong there. The lyricism, I mean, you know, Kanye West has never been a fucking lyricist, but he does he does a great job of getting his points across. He does great yeah. like in that department. And I, think, I mean, I think... it comes down to preference. Like, I don't like no mistakes. Maybe he doesn't like Ghost Town. You know, it's okay. it's it's preferences on those parts. Yeah, which is a song with the uh, with those uh, what's it called? The titties line and the cum line. I don't know. Um, is that wouldn't leave? Mm -hmm. I think it's no, I, is that mine? Is it all mine? Best uh, yeah, 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 it is all mine. It is all mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew it. We uh, mm. we wouldn't be here without cum. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> none of us, yeah. none of us would be here without cum. And I like your titties because I mean, focus on, focus on, on two things. That isn't a Kanye West line. I don't know anything, bro. It's it's quintessential yeah. Kanye. It is. It is. It is hundred percent Kanye. 
Because I it's because Kanye will always be able to have fun with it, no matter. Yeah, that's very true. And the delivery on the lines, like that's the thing is, as long as he didn't deviate from that person, that criteria of music that we're familiar with, and it's seven songs, like as long as it's not one of those twenty-four song joints, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much credit in my mind because it's like it's seven, so good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I think. I mean, from the delivery was such a fucking high point on this album to me, like. The production, obviously, it's a Kanye West album. Like, to like, there was there was this interview or some some shit a while back where somebody was talking about how, relatively recently, Drake was in Wyoming with Kanye, and after he left Wyoming, apparently he was like texting producers trying to get beats and stuff, yeah. and and all the responses were just. Bro, you just left Wyoming. Like, you just yeah, left Kanye. Like, what the, what, the fuck you, what the fuck are you talking about? You need beats. <laughs> like, so, I mean, yeah, the production, I feel like, on a Kanye album is never going to be never gonna be bad. He's just yeah. too good of a producer to, to be bad in that department. Like, it's you won't like it, but it'll still be damn good production. Um, but the delivery here was just what was so exceptional to me. Like, he, there's songs on here that are such... You know, they're kind of like bangers, they're high energy, and so the delivery has to be high energy, but then he has songs like Violent Crimes, or the monologue, and I thought about killing you, where the, it's really like, I mean, it's, it's jarring monotone. to hear that kind of Kanye. Yeah, it's monotone, but it's, it's, he's, it's emotional delivery, it's, he's, and there's real emotion that you can feel behind the words, which I, I was, I was like more than any other album of his, I, in, in recent years, you know, I felt the delivery on here was just really exceptional. That that's honestly like the big reason why Violent Crimes was my favorite song, like on the album. Yeah, mm. I mean, mm. the delivery was just top notch all over the place. High points, like when he's when he's manic high and manic low. I feel like that's kind of why it plays into that motif a little. Personifies bit Personifies it perfectly. Yeah. Okay, I think with that we should sign off. We, I think we have all the points covered. Thanks. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Cozy Cassette. The show. Uh, Woo. And thank you to all my guests. <laughs> Love. <laughs>